Like all Americans, we woke up this morning to the news that President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump had tested positive for COVID-19. That news could have profound impacts in ways we can't predict yet. But there are still some details we can fill you in on. And the first is how this unfolded. Just before 1 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday, Trump tweeted that he and the First Lady had tested positive that night and that they were beginning the, quote, quarantine and recovery process immediately. Trump's announcement was a complete surprise, but in the hours before that, there were some signs of concern. Trump held a fundraiser Thursday afternoon at his golf course in New Jersey. According to the New York Times, he was displaying cold-like symptoms and appeared lethargic. The paper reported that the president came into contact with around 100 people at the event. Then on Thursday evening, news broke that one of President Trump's senior advisors, Hope Hicks, had tested positive for COVID-19 after traveling with Trump multiple times this week. We don't know and may never know how Trump contracted COVID. But after the news about Hicks broke, he announced on Thursday night that he was quarantining as a precaution. In terms of what comes next, we know a few details, but not many. First, the president's physician released a note early this morning saying that the president and first lady, quote, plan to remain at home within the White House during their convalescence. In the medical world, this is called isolation. It's what you do once you've already caught COVID and don't want to spread it. Whereas quarantine is a precaution when you might have been exposed to the virus. Assuming Trump's symptoms remain mild, his physician said he expects the president to, quote, continue carrying out his duties without disruption while recovering. Second, in the event the president does get seriously ill, the 25th Amendment in the Constitution was created to try to provide some sort of plan. It states that if a president were to become ill, their VP can temporarily take over the job. And if that president recovers and decides they're ready to get back on the job, they can reclaim their position. It sounds dramatic, but the 25th Amendment has actually been invoked in recent decades. President George W. Bush had two colonoscopies while in office and temporarily handed over presidential duties to Vice President Dick Cheney for a few hours. The people legally in line to assume presidential responsibilities should Trump need to transfer them are VP Mike Pence, who has tested negative for COVID-19 so far. And if for some reason Pence can't step in, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is next in line. There are more than a dozen other people in that line of succession, but we'll just leave it there. And looking around the world, COVID-19 has already given us a little bit of an idea of what might happen when we're dealing with a health interruption longer than a colonoscopy. Earlier this year, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson contracted COVID-19 and ended up spending three nights in an intensive care unit. During that time, Johnson's cabinet took over management of the country, and his foreign secretary was the one who had final sign-off. Things were a little uncertain for a few days. Johnson even had to receive oxygen, but he ultimately recovered and resumed his governing responsibilities. In terms of any other changes this news could cause, Trump is not only the current president, but he's also running for re-election. The campaign is already in the home stretch. And now, Trump's busy campaign schedule, which had featured lots of in-person rallies as recently as Wednesday, may have to go virtual as the president isolates. And it's still unclear whether he'll be able to participate in the next debate on October 15th. Taking a step back, this is the most serious known health scare a modern president has faced since President Ronald Reagan was shot in the early 1980s. President Trump will have access to some of the best medical treatment in the world. But this news has shocked the world. 
with people and financial markets all reacting to the uncertainty this announcement has created. At the time we recorded this, Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, has said the president is being cared for within the White House's private residence. And he had this to say on his condition. He continues to be not only in good spirits, but very energetic. I'm not going to get into any particular treatment that he may or may not have. Uh, he has mild symptoms. Meadows added that the president is being continually monitored, and he predicted he'd have a speedy recovery. But we should point out that, according to the CDC, Trump fits into two high-risk groups. The first being his age. Trump is 74 years old, at the upper limit of an age bracket that's five times more likely to be hospitalized and 90 times more likely to die as a result of COVID-19 than people in their 20s. And the second high-risk category has to do with his weight. At his recent physical, Trump had a body mass index of 30.5, which the CDC classifies as obese and which can lead to a three times higher risk of being hospitalized as a result of COVID. Meadows didn't mention either of those high-risk categories today, but he did say White House doctors have their eye on the president. The doctors continue to uh, monitor both his health and the health of the First Lady. Uh, we'll continue to do that, and the American people uh, can rest assured that uh, we have a president that uh, is not only on the job, but will remain on the job. For more updates on this developing story, head over to the Skim social channels on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you haven't, check out the regular weekly podcast we dropped on this feed earlier today. This podcast was skimmed by Alex Carr and Luke Vargas, and I'm Hadley Malcolm.